Hello, I'm Michael Hannigan, and this is my notebook. It's my way to continue covering sports and events in Athens and Henderson County, which is something I've been doing for almost three decades. I couldn't do this without the support of our sponsors, Tinsley Law & Title, Gilbert Electric, Holt Wrecker, Red Hill Construction, and R&R Lawn Specialists. I want to say thank you to them for making the notebook possible. Hey Hornet fans, Michael here, and I am in the office of Athens Hornet head football coach Zach Harrell. How you doing, coach? I'm doing great, Michael. Good to see you again. Good to see you. I can't wait. It is game week. Hard to believe that we are finally here, coach. Yeah, it gets here fast. Uh, you know, it feels like just the other day we were finishing the 2022 season and you blink, and here we are, 2023. So it gets here fast, and we're, we're excited it's here and ready to get rolling. All right, and so I don't want to go over the whole thing. Like, you've had a couple of scrimmages. We've talked a little bit after each one, and, and we've written about those. But you've looked good this preseason. Uh, you looked good both of your scrimmages. Now, you've protected your um, your senior players, some of your key players, Um in those scrimmages, but when they've been on the field, they've looked really good. They have, you know. If you go back and look at both of the both of our first two scrimmages when our uh, you know when our starting units were in the game, uh, we've played really well. And, and even even uh, when we've got them out of the game, some uh, those kids that have came in have played really well. Uh, and so we, you know, I'll be honest, I've, I've been pleasantly surprised. We've really kind of exceeded my expectations for, for the scrimmages. And so the, the key, though, is for that to carry over into the game because as we've talked about four scrimmages in a game, uh, you know, it's, it's not the same. You have different goals. Uh, you have different mindset going to a scrimmage. So now we've got to – penalties don't count in a scrimmage. So, you know, all those things matter in, in a Friday night football game. So we got to make sure our success in the scrimmage, we can transition that over uh, and – you know, bring it to the game and execute as well in the scrimmages as we have in the game. Uh, I've been lucky enough you've allowed me to be on the sideline for the two scrimmages. And uh, one of the things I've noticed is you, your team has a really good vibe this year. The, the, the seniors are picking up everybody, and I'm seeing a lot of real energy, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, we have. Uh, you know, it, it's a group, and I've said this from the beginning, uh, this group, they have some seniors that have been in this program now since eighth grade uh, and some kids that have really bought in and put a lot of time into it. Uh, and because of that, you know, and they're the type of kids and the type of football players that you love to have. High character kids, uh, work really hard, show up every day with the right mindset. And when you have those type of senior leaders, um, everything flows so much better uh, because the kids – they have that model of, hey, you know, if Jackson Styles is doing it, uh, it's hard for me to slack off if Jackson Styles is doing everything right. If Jamari Manning, you know, you go down the list, Gage Friedrich. Uh, and so, you know, I think that makes a really big difference in this year's team. Yeah, and I think you've got a couple of players like that on both sides of the ball. You've got Styles and Friedrich on the defensive side of the ball. You've got Jamari Manning and Jorian Ray on the offensive side of the ball. A lot of other big pieces around. Yes. One of the big things that's going to be a change this year 
is you've got to change at starting quarterback. Right. Um, and so would you talk a little bit about the sophomore that's taken over? Yeah, you know, we, we were fortunate to have Ty for three years and Ty did a lot of great things and was a really special player. Uh, so we're really concerned uh, losing him and trying to develop develop another one. And we've had, you know, a really good competition throughout the spring and throughout the summer. Uh, but, you know, kind of David Richardson has kind of emerged as the, the leader going into week one. And that doesn't mean he'll, he's the only one that's going to take snaps. Uh, but he's kind of lead, he's kind of emerged as a starter. And, you know, we're really excited about him. He, he's very poised. Uh, you know, he's a tall kid. I think he's about six two, uh, as a sophomore. So he doesn't really look like a sophomore due to his, do his build and his height, uh, but he's he's and man in these scrimmages he's thrown the ball really well and like I said he's he hasn't let the pressure of playing on Friday nights for the first time as a sophomore affect him yet. Uh, again, we have to transition that into the game on Friday because the game's different. Uh, but he hasn't looked like a sophomore, uh, so man we're we're really excited about his ceiling uh, and what he can accomplish this year and beyond. And so this is also a program thing, too, because this is, this is the first time you were able to bring in a young guy who's had the benefit of playing in the system as a, right. at JV as a freshman and maybe even beyond that in middle school. Yeah, he has. You know, and, and again, like you just said, you know, with Ty, what we got here with Ty was a freshman and never played quarterback before. Right. Uh, so we had to develop him uh, here with David. David's been playing in this offense since since he's been in middle school. Uh, so that does make a big difference just because, you know, he, he had he had basically two extra years uh, because we run the similar system at middle school. Uh, now, obviously, it's way more basic, uh, but our, our terminology doesn't change. Our drops don't change. And so... And, and we work with them year-round. We work with those quarterbacks year-round. Uh, and so I think with David coming in sophomore, you're kind of seeing that. Uh, his, his knowledge and his skill set uh, is higher because of the time we've been able to spend with him as a younger kid. So now on the defensive side of the ball, um, I want to really highlight you've got somebody who's not new to the program but new this year because you missed all of last year with a knee injury, Chase Friedrich coming in. I said, Gage Friedrich, I'm sorry. Uh, the family, I automatically say Chase sometimes. Right. But Gage Friedrich coming back and um, playing linebacker, he's going to bring a lot of energy and bring some uh, real heart to your defense. Yeah, you know, that, we've talked about that before, but that was a huge loss last year, uh, early week one. Um, and... His ability to be back, and man, he—you got to give Gage credit. He he rehabbed that thing extremely hard, put so many hours in, uh, went above and beyond to get back healthy. Uh, a lot of kids with that type of in- injury would not have responded the way Gage has. Uh, he didn't feel sorry for himself. Man, he came to work every day, and so he's looked really good out there. Uh, and that—that's such a lift. Not only to have his ability, but his leadership. Uh, and really last year that when he got hurt, yeah, we lost a great player, but man, we lost a, probably our leader of the defense. Uh, and that, I don't think that can be overlooked, the impact that had on our defense and on our season. So to see him back out there, man, it's just been really exciting. And, you know, as a coach, it's just, you know, 
you almost get teary-eyed thinking about it just because you know how much it means to him and you know how hard he's worked and you know it's one of those proud moments and like man that's that's pretty awesome to see that kid out there playing so the other thing that's big on the defensive side of the ball is this is going to be the second year in a row where you're going to be in a 3-4 yes sir. front and you know, your kids seem to be uh, playing a lot faster. looks like it's a lot more natural in what I saw in the scrimmages. Can you right. talk about that just a little? Yeah, it is. You know, Coach Reeves is second year as defense coordinator here, um, and he he's kind of brought in this 3-4 defense. And, you know, last year I think it really fit our kids, but as you said, we were learning a new scheme. Uh, we were learning new reads. You know, everything was new. Uh, this year, we've had a whole off season, a whole summer to continue to work that scheme. And so, I think you do see our kids more come for our kids playing faster. And that that's why we installed this scheme. Uh, well, two reasons. We felt like it best fit the type of kids that we have. Uh, you know, we don't have a we don't have a bukus of linemen uh, just to roll in. So we felt a three-down scheme fit us the best. And then also to use our skill kids, uh, and we had really good linebacker-type kids. Really, we do 9 through 12. Uh, and so to get those kids involved in the run game, uh, we felt like fit us. And, and then set twofold to be able to play fast. Uh, and, and try to eliminate as much thinking as possible uh, and just, hey, let's get to the football and play hard. And I think our kids have really done that. They're flying around. Uh, so, you know, well, I'm really excited to see what our defense can do this year. And for those who might not be quite as aware of the defensive lineups and everything, the 3-4 is the defense that the Pittsburgh Steelers have made popular over the years. And you know that those the nose tackle, those guys in the middle, and then the outside edges – are so important in coming off the edges. So that's something for our fans to be watching for on the defensive side of the ball. All right, well, um, game week, and not just a regular, just game week. We're opening up like you always do uh, against Brownsboro for the Battle of Highway 31 on the road to Brownsboro. What can you tell us about the Bears this year? You know, they, they return a lot of uh, their senior class. has been a really good class for them for a long time. Uh, and so, you know, that's the first thing that jumps out about them is they have some really good senior players uh, that have played a lot of varsity football games. You know, both their receivers, their best two receivers, uh, number eight and number nine, are three-year players. Um, I actually think number eight might have played as a freshman. Uh, but... Those guys are really talented. Uh, you know, number eight has a, he's committed to TCU. He's been offered pretty much by everybody in the nation. Uh, and so they pose a great threat. Uh, you know, they're huge big play type receivers and they're really fast and you got to keep them in front of you. So that poses a huge threat to our secondary, uh, and, you know, our defense in general. So we have to contain those guys. You know, he caused some problems last year. Yeah, he did. He scored on us. Uh, he's a really good player. The number nine uh, is also a really good mm-hmm. receiver. So they have two really high-level receivers. Uh, you know, they're starting a sophomore quarterback as well uh, who throws the ball really well. Uh, and so it'll be, you know, I'm sure they're kind of in the same boat as us trying to, you know, get him ready to play his first Friday night football game. But he's a really good player. Uh, then at running back, they also have a kid that has a lot of Division One offers, uh, and so you know they offensively, 
they, they scare you uh, because they have some guys that can go to the house in one play. There's a lot of points in last year's game, both sides of the ball. Yeah, there was. A shootout. Uh, and so, Rook, we got to do a great job on defense to try to contain them because they're a high-powered offense. And then defensively, they, they play a 3-4 as well. Uh, so it's kind of good. It's a scheme that you know we, we see every day with our defense, uh, so we're pretty familiar with it. You know they have a lot of kids playing both ways, uh, and you know their depth wise, they have 30 kids on the roster. Uh, and so you know when you have that many, you do have to play a lot of kids both ways. So we we need to use that to our advantage and try to wear them out and get them tired. And, uh, but. It, they're a really good football team. I think it's the best football team they've had since I've been here. So it's, it's going to be, a, I think, a great game. Yeah, to, to circle back to one little thing that you talked about was the fact that they play a 3-4 as well. And so that's something you're familiar with. Uh, that's going to be helpful for this Friday night because you're starting a bunch of – you've got four out of your five offensive linemen are playing – Starting varsity games for the first time, even though they've played together right. for for a while uh, as JV players, but it'll be nice for them to be looking at something they're familiar at to get their feet wet. Yeah, well, when when you see a game that you practice against every day, uh, you know it kind of eliminates some of that confusion. Um, so yeah, that is good for scoring in this game. All right. Well, hey, coach, thanks a lot. We are so excited to kick off another season of Hornet football. We're going to be fans. We're going to be on the road at Brownsboro, seven thirty Friday night. Listen, make sure you come out. This is the kickoff for the season. This is going to be a really good season for Athens, and we're looking forward to seeing you there, coach. I'll be on the sidelines watching, and can't wait. Yes, sir. I appreciate you.